0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pocket Aces Podcast. I'm your boy, Frank the Tank. The ghost is gone. Dale is not here. He is not feeling well. He's under the weather, but he will be back soon. Just count on that for sure. Stay tuned. So we're going to do a little bit of Captain Showdown in tomorrow's DraftKings segment to where you can pick a lineup and get yourself set for that DraftKings Showdown uh, entry. Uh, I love doing it. Uh, I've had some good luck and some real bad luck. Uh, but we'll go over some of the values, some of the shy guys, some of the ride-and-die guys. Um, but I want to do a little recap. Uh, we talked about some of the games. Um, I'll start with my boy Big D's, Dallas Cowboys. 25-10 to 10 over the Commanders. This was the craziest thing to me, that the Cowboys were only 3.5-point favorites in this game. I was amazed. Um, You know, you still can't bet on these things on your phone in Maryland, which is crazy to me. Uh, I know the legislation was passed, but I was like, man, I got to put some money on this. I I don't go traveling up the road to do that. But this was a game, man, that just should have been at least a seven-point spread. Cowboys win 25-10. I expected them to win by 14. Um, You know, four field goals in this game for the Cowboys, this could have been a lot worse for the Commanders. If they get a couple of those, possessions into touchdowns instead of those field goals this is a blowout even worse than what it what it was um it was good seeing Gallup back in the lineup he got in for a couple plays caught a touchdown i think he's going to slowly be brought back into this offense for the cowboys and and he's going to take off you know with with cd lamb with pollard with schultz getting healthy um and the cowboys defense you know i was down on the cowboys but either dak or, or with cooper rush I think they're gonna they're gonna be challenging the Eagles here in the NFC East. Speaking of the Eagles, down fourteen to nothing on the Jags. I was uh, out of town myself Sunday, so I was following on my phone, and I was shocked. I was like, "Whoa, a pick six for Jalen Hurts, and, and and the Jags are up fourteen nothing." I was like, "This is it. The Eagles are going to be the last team to lose here, and we'll have no undefeated teams other than the seventy two Dolphins." Uh, but the Eagles come back. They After this after being down 14-0, uh, the game changed. It was all Eagles from there. Miles Sanders looked great. Uh, what a pickup in fantasy. I remember fantasy drafts. This guy sat there. I mean, I'm talking over 100 people drafted. And Miles Sanders sitting there, and you're just like, I can't take him. I can't take him. And I didn't take him either. Um, he's having a great year. I think it's going to continue for him. Eagles 4-0. Um, I think it's going to continue with their matchup this week as well. I think they're going 5-0. Um let's see where we're at. We're gonna do a few more games. Raiders got their first win. 32. Broncos 23. And the Broncos. I mean, I, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. They lose Javante Williams. I had to cut him in the league. That really stinks. Um, but I thought the Raiders would win this game. They were due for a win. No, no team's gonna like the Raiders with the talent they have is gonna continue to lose week in and week out. And they've had a couple close games. They should have probably won. Um, Josh Jacobs with a monster day. He showed while well, he's their number one spot on the running back position. And, um, yeah, I was glad to see the Raiders win. Other than I want the Broncos to win just because I had Javante Williams. I think I have Chris Sutton on the team. Um, and Russell Wilson was my pick for the MVP. So, Broncos are going to turn it around, I think, even losing him. And I think they're they're going to still make a run um, in the AFC. Uh, speaking of the AFC... Chiefs, forty one, Bucks thirty-one. This game was bad from the the beginning. The Bucks come out, get the ball, and they fumble the opening kickoff. Give it right to Mahomes. They go right in for a touchdown, and then the Chiefs get the ball after half. Once that happened, they were up. It was this was uh just gonna be a shootout probably, and it was forty-one thirty-one. Um the Bucks come back at the end, Mike Evans catches a bunch of balls. Um they lose came and break also to look like a concussion. He came back in, probably shouldn't have been in. Uh, but the Chiefs lost to the Colts last week, I believe, 2017. So you're like, is it the same Chiefs team beating the Bucs or was it the Chiefs team versus the Colts? Wh- which one is it? So they're still, still got some room and some questions, but ultimately the Chiefs look like the best team right now in that division. Um, and let's see, what else we want to go over? I have the 49ers. If you watched the 49ers game last night, They beat up the Rams. The Rams were one-sided. It was Stafford to Cup all night long. It was Stafford to Cup. You watched Stafford go back in the pocket. It almost wasn't even a question. Other than them them hitting Higby a few times, every play, I think he had 17 targets. I mean, the Rams got to find a way to get the ball to Allen Robinson. They got to get the running backs involved. They got Akers and Henderson. The 49ers held... The Rams to 57 yards between both running backs and the quarterback running, which doesn't happen much, but 57 total yards rushing. I mean, you're not going to win a game like that, especially not versus the 49ers. Um, if Garoppolo looked a little bit better, this was even more of a blowout. He he missed a couple passes here and there, which he always does. Um, and that's why they won't advance ultimately to win the Super Bowl. If they even do have a great record, uh, he's not going to get it done, but that game was something that the 49ers should have also won even more um, based on what I saw, but they just, they just didn't look that good. Um, the Rams, I think their defense doesn't look that good and they're just not playing the best ball um, that they can be playing, especially after winning the Super Bowl. But um, so, you know, that, that's just crazy. You know what? I think I see something. Let me see. Oh, there it is. The boat's on the way. It's the captain coming into town. The showdown is here. The boat is here. You guys ready for the captain's showdown part of this thing? We are going to do this. We're going to start with our segment that I usually like to do. Shy guy, somebody you don't want in your lineup. A try guy, somebody you probably should put in. Uh, that It's probably a value play more so than a top-tier play. And then uh, you ride or die. Somebody that should be in this captain's showdown either as the captain or as a flex player. We're going to start with our shy guy, 100% after looking at the last few games of what the Broncos are doing, how their offense is running, I hope I'm saying this right, Okawanabom, tight end for the Broncos, his snap count is going way down, he started out pretty hot week one, he was on the field, in the game, ever since then, it's gone way down, he's went down. To 2800. The top tight end on the Broncos is valued at a flex at 2800. If you have the Chiefs on the field, or the Ravens, or even the Rams, you're not getting a tight end at 2800. That's the highest price tight end. For the Broncos is twenty eight hundred. He still is a shy guy to me. You don't want this guy in your lineup in this game. Uh, I I just I would shy away from him just because he's losing target share. They, they've got other players in there that are coming in. Uh, Saubert is twelve hundred. You can get as a tight end for the Broncos that's getting more just as much snap count if not more the last game almost forty seven percent. So I'd shy away from him. Who I think you got to try in this game is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's averaging. 11.1 fantasy points through four weeks. That's not nothing exciting, but think about the Broncos. They haven't scored a lot. They generally are targeting Chris Sutton or at the goal line. They've been giving a lot of balls to the running backs and you got Williams and Gordon both fumbling everywhere and not punching it in. Um, I think Jerry Judy's one of these guys you can try here and my captain should build. I put him in at 11,700. Um, I think it's a great build at that price for the captain because the other captains are uh, you know are higher. Pittman, Taylor, Wilson. Um, there are other guys that are just going to cost you more at the captain. You can build a pretty good lineup around him. So I got Jerry Judy as my try guy. Averaging 11.1. If he does a little bit better than his average and catches a touchdown, maybe a 50-yard touchdown plus his average, he's up near 20, 20-something. 20 he's going to get you value. Um, that's where you need to be. And it's time to ride for riding. I'm riding 100%. No matter if you're going to try it as your captain or put him in as the flex, you got to put Russell Wilson in this game. Denver's at home, uh, losing to the Raiders last week. I think I think they're going to be fired up. Losing Javante Williams, this is going to be a Russell game. Where if they get to the goal line, I see him going ahead and passing to Judy Sutton, uh, Sarbert, Melvin Gordon could get a pass at the eight if they're first and goal at the eight. He's going to pass, maybe a little dump off to Gordon, and Gordon will run it in. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot. I think he'll have three, three passing touchdowns in this game. Um, I, I hate to say it, but the Colts just aren't good. They, they've been giving up points. They're not playing good on offense or defense. And although my ride, try and shy is all from Denver, I don't know who to put in for the Colts. Um, you know, obviously Taylor's questionable, and that changes everything. But in my build, I don't have Taylor in. I got Jerry Judy as my captain. I got Russell Wilson as a flex. I threw in Nami Hines um, just based on even if Taylor's not in, I want him in. He's averaging 7.4 fantasy points a week on DraftKings. Um, This guy, if anything, Taylor maybe plays. Maybe he tweaks and he's out. And Hines comes in and he's the lead back for that day. Um, Just based on the 7.4 plus potential re-injury for Taylor, and I think you got to have Heinz in. it's a good 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 player to have um, Then I got Melvin Gordon um, so I got Melvin Gordon in the game with Williams gone, they're gonna feed him the ball if if not running he'll he's gonna get six receptions maybe four um at minimum and and some rushing yards and receiving yards and maybe a touchdown on both sides of this uh and I put in Pittman um Pittman at 10 six and then my cheap play is the tight end from the Broncos, Sauerbert, which has gotten some snap share count here recently. Not a whole lot of targets on the year, but he does have a touchdown, I think maybe one or two. I'd have to go back and look at that. Um, But yeah, he's a play at 1,200. He catches a touchdown and three balls. He's going to get you 10 points, and that's going to be the difference in this. Um, So that's where I'm at. Uh, Some other thoughts on this, player-wise, Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce is out playing paris campbell he he didn't have anything the first two weeks i believe he was hurt me uh, i don't even think he was in concussion but he was definitely out i think it's weeks one and two week three came on last week came on six targets and 80 yards for alec pierce last week um so he's averaging seven fantasy points a game and he missed the first two games so at 5400 as a flex um you could throw him in over Pittman and and, and and build something really stronger around or get yourself a higher captain. Um, K.J. Hamler's another one, 4,400. Not a lot of targets, but at 4,400, you could get Hamler in, and if he catches one of those long balls for 60 yards and maybe a score, great value. Um, and I got one more. Let's see where I was at. Broncos. Broncos DST. They're averaging 7.5 points a game. There's no reason to think here, especially if Taylor's out, that Matt Ryan's going to be able to move this ball up and down the field. Um, they could be up and down the field, three and out, three and out. Maybe a maybe a pick six for Matt Ryan in this game. It's hard to play in Denver. Broncos defense at 4,200 is definitely a good flex play. Uh, at set, they average 7.5 points a game. I could see them above average in this game at 12 to 14, and. 12, if you told me right now they were going to get you 12 to 14 points, I'm putting them in as a flex, and I'm getting rid of somebody uh, on my lineup. I mean, I'll even get rid of Pittman, and I'll throw in Alec Pierce and the Broncos instead uh, and, and mix it up like that. But those are my values in this in this game. Um, probably going to build a second lineup, get Alec Pierce definitely in, um, in the Broncos defense somewhere, and just do a couple different changes on there. Maybe take Judy out as my captain. And maybe move Wilson into the captain spot, um, but you can do it. There, there's value in this game. Uh, some of the games when you get on the on the logs and you got like let's say uh, the Sunday night game with the Chiefs and the uh, Bucks, there's so many guys that are high priced, be it captain or flex. It's like it's hard to build a lineup. If you take Kelsey and then you take Mahomes and the captain and the flex, you know you can't even build a lineup after that. It's like the so much of your money's gone. You got to start taking lower tier players, so it's really hard. But this one, this one's a little different. These these guys are not expensive overall, um, so you can build a pretty good lineup. Get the right players, um, and everything will change if Jonathan Taylor's in. Um, if Jonathan Taylor's in, I, I still don't play him. I don't. I don't have him in a lineup uh, if he's in. He's just not doing it. Teams are stacking against him. They're they're forcing Matt Ryan to throw the ball, and Matt Ryan's not doing it. And that's why the Colts aren't scoring anything. Taylor's not doing anything I don't see in this game or honestly the rest of the year the way the Colts are playing if it continues if you got him on your fantasy team I think you're in trouble um I don't think he's going to do a lot other than a couple blowout weeks here and there which he's going to get eventually I say just let let him go so all right guys that concludes this show stay tuned though we're going to do a show Friday I did talk to Big D. I got his picks for the week, so I know where we're at on the picks in the season. We'll go over both of our picks, and I want to go over some of the DraftKings main slate things for Friday. Uh, I got some of the players that you should shy away from. Definitely some ride-or-die guys that I would definitely have on my team. And uh, that's it, man. Please subscribe to the channel. Like us. We're on Facebook. We do like short clips, so you can see some things. Instagram, uh, you can watch us on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, um, Apple Music, um, any, anything that you can get your streaming stuff on, we are on there. Um, share the page, like us, and get ready for that Friday show. It's going to be out, and we'll go over next week's week five, and the season is rolling along. Until then, Frank the Tank out.